Hello, my rebels. Today, I take you through some reports from China of that government rounding up black migrant workers, many of them from Nigeria. I didn't know China had such a large black population. Of course, they have no rights as citizen, but, but they're being treated in a form of apartheid. And get this, they are being blamed by the government of China for the coronavirus. That's chutzpah, my friends. Anyhow, I'll have that whole story, but I want to encourage you to become a subscriber to Rebel News Plus. You get the video version of this podcast, and that is essential to see these cell phone videos taken on the streets of Guangdong, China, showing black people being rounded up by Chinese police. I just want you to see that with your own eyes because that's all the proof you need. So get that by going to rebelnews.com, and it's eight bucks a month to join Rebel News Plus. All right, here's today's podcast. Tonight, China launches a racist war, blaming black people for the Chinese coronavirus. It's April 13th, and this is The Ezra Levant Show. Why should others go to jail Why? when you're a biggest carbon consumer I know? There's 8,500 customers here, and you won't give them an answer. The only thing I have to say to the government about why I publish it is because it's my bloody right to do so. Just a few days ago, the Secretary General of the UN's World Health Organization, Tedros Adhanom, the first WHO boss without a medical degree, he's a human rights abuser in his own right, as a former senior boss in Ethiopia, he's a China shill. That man dared to attack Little Taiwan, the ethnically Chinese democracy across the Strait of Formosa from China itself. Tedros claimed with zero evidence that Taiwan was engaging in racist attacks against him. We cannot tolerate that. But since I don't have any inferiority complex when I am personally affected or attacked by racial slurs, I don't care because I am a very proud black person or Negro. I don't care being called even Negro. I am. That's what came from some quarters. And if you want me to be specific, three months ago, this attack came from Taiwan. We need to be honest. I will be straight today. From Taiwan. And Taiwan, the foreign ministry or so, they know the campaign. They didn't dissociate themselves. They even started criticizing me in the middle of all that insult and slur. But I didn't care three months. I say it today because it's enough. But still, they can continue. That is so weird. It was a false accusation, a Jussie Smollett fake. It was a hoax. It was unseemly for the leader of a major organization to say that. But if you understand China and its hatred for democracy, then it starts to make sense. Taiwan, a democracy, because it was kicked out of the World Health Organization by China, has had to go it alone. They know they won't get help from the World Health Organization. They know they can't trust it. So they went ahead and set up their own National Health Command. They had to. It was a necessity because the UN's health organization wasn't there for them. And being kicked out of that corrupt globalist club, 
was the best thing to ever happen in Taiwan because they didn't trust anyone but themselves. So they knew China was lying about the virus. So they knew the World Health Organization's early advice on masks and quarantines was false. It's just Chinese propaganda. So Taiwan immediately started restricting flights from China, started ramping up their national face mask production, huge, now at 15 million masks a day for a country of just 23 million people. We can all learn from Taiwan so much. But the World Health Organization doesn't want to learn from Taiwan. They want to destroy Taiwan because Taiwan is a living rebuke to China, an embarrassment to China, an antidote, an alternative to China. That's why Tedros hates them and falsely smeared them as racist. And I tell you all that because look at uh, who has actually been engaging in anti-black racism. Why, it's Tedros's bosses, China. Take a look at this. Large number of African people in the southern Chinese city Guangzhou were driven out by their landlords and had to stay on the streets. Another video shows many Africans dragging their luggage aimlessly through the streets of Guangzhou. One of them says, we are just walking on the road. They can't give us a house. They can't give us a hotel and they cannot provide a place we can stay. It comes after all of the cases reported by Guangzhou authorities in April were reportedly related to African people. Chinese media have only reported about testing people from abroad. They haven't talked about testing locals. So we can't rule out the possibility that many of the locals are also infected, but it's not being reported. It's led to discrimination against Africans among local Chinese. And take a look at this. Huddled on cobbled streets with layers of clothing to generate heat under the cold skies of Wanzhou City, this is the new way of life for Africans living in China. The very color of their skin now means trouble, screaming of sickness to natives who bear a different skin tone from them. Africans have become subjects of racial profiling. Chinese nationals blame them for the rising number of new coronavirus cases in the country. They didn't want me to enter this subway. I had even bought my ticket that was for yuan. And by the time I was going to, to the subway, they stopped me. And then they told me that uh, no foreigner is allowed. And I was like, why? This is a subway. They're saying, then they say that that is the rule. Then who am I to argue with the locals? I complied. And would you take a look at this from a McDonald's restaurant? China, which exported the coronavirus to the world, which infected the world, which is killing the world. China, which banned flights from Wuhan to Beijing and Shanghai, but didn't ban flights from Wuhan to Canada or America or Italy or Spain or England. That China, the China that lied about how infectious the virus is, that China is now blaming other people <laughs> for spreading their virus. The same China that scolded the West as racist and xenophobic for its flight bans. That same China is now engaging in xenophobia, but not against a particular geographic region and not against people who are actually infected. Both of those choices might actually be justified, but China's just blaming anyone who is black. Just pure racism. Now, many of these people are Nigerian citizens. Apparently they're cheap laborers in China. Think about that for a moment. China is colonizing Africa. 
So these are Nigerian people. Of course, China would never let them become actual Chinese citizens. That's unthinkable. And apparently China won't even allow them to have ap apartments now. They're being kicked out of their own apartments. So Nigeria has taken notice. Here's a Nigerian diplomat challenging Chinese authorities on the ground in China. This is acceptable by us. Another 14 days, you didn't communicate to us that you are going to do another 14 days after 14 days. They have tested negative and then they have given them the paper. Why are they giving them another 14 days? That is what. Two, all the police, the government, this passport belongs to the federal government of Nigeria. In line with international practice, no any country have the right okay, no, 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 to see the international passport of the United States. Hey! 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 Nobody communicates to us. If you want to do your policy on 14 days, mm -hmm. shut down everybody. Don't discriminate. Mm -hmm. Everybody you sit at home, everybody, including Chinese, Hello? including Nigeria, including everybody, including you as a director, everybody you sit at home. Okay. That is exactly what the Nigeria did. Really? Yes. So you can't do something work? No, no work. Nigeria shut everything down. Nobody moved. We didn't say only the Nigeria to be going to the work while the Chinese quarantine. No. Everybody must be sit at home. I can show you the proof. And here's a Nigerian diplomat in Nigeria calling in a Chinese diplomat for a bit of a scolding. You said you haven't seen any of the videos that, that are out there. I'm at liberty to show them to you. Everybody has a phone if you want, if that will convince you, because you've said you haven't had an official complaint. You know what our government, including those of us here, the resistance, the resistance we put up just to allow your medical personnel to come in a couple of days ago. Nigerians were worried for good reason, because we have this virus out there. Mm -hmm. I will be almost undiplomatic, the way I'm talking, but it's because I am actually upset about what's going on. So, I mean, I, 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 um, I, I'm not sure how you want to address this. Have you spoken to your Nigerian counterpart mm -hmm. in China? Uh, have you spoken to the Nigerian ambassador in China? No, no, no. You haven't? No, no. Have you spoken not to this issue. I'm talking about this issue. Have you spoken to any official Chinese of the Chinese government in China? Oh, definitely. We have to, like I promised the foreign minister, we take the very. No, no, but you, but you have not. No, no, we, we have done it. 
But it, it, you spoke to the Chinese government. Oh, we're still waiting for the, because we, we are here. We don't get the picture, the whole picture. So, but we have to report the concern from Right Honorable Speaker and the Minister. We take it very seriously. Yeah, I'm going to have released by Monday. So this was heating up quickly over the weekend, and China knew it had to reply formally. And so they did with a formal statement confirming their racism, justifying it and promising to continue it. And so confident are the Chinese dictators that they will get away with it, they actually published their views in English and promoted them to the West through their propaganda outlets. They're not ashamed of their racism. They want the world to know about it. It's a dare. Are you really going to do something about it? I dare you. You and what army? Here, here's the Global Times, which is a Chinese Communist Party propaganda outlet in English language focused on China's foreign policy. It's one of the ways the Chinese Communist Party speaks to the world. Chinese foreign minister spokesperson's remarks on Guangdong's anti-epidemic measures concerning African citizens in China. Hey, let me read it a bit. Foreign Ministry spokesperson Zhao Lijian on Sunday made remarks on Guangdong's anti-epidemic measures concerning African citizens in China. The remarks were as follows. Faced with COVID-19 and abrupt global public health crisis, all countries are taking containment measures to prevent it from further spreading. China has achieved remarkable progress at this stage thanks to our most comprehensive, rigorous and thorough measures. But we are still facing great risks of imported cases and domestic resurgence, particularly as the pandemic spreads all over the world. Imported cases are causing mounted pressure. Boy, they're proud of themselves, aren't they? They're the heroes in their own story, by the way. They're not the cause of the virus. No, no, no. They're not the spreaders of the virus. They are the victims and the heroes. It's foreigners bringing the virus to China who are to blame. You can't make this stuff up, people. Now, the next paragraph is even grosser. I won't read it all. It's just so long and so self-serving. And you notice that they haven't said a word yet about their no blacks welcome approach, their little attempt to bring in apartheid, you might say. Let me read. China and Africa are good friends, partners, and brothers. Our friendship is forged on the basis of joint efforts to seek national independence, liberation, economic development, and better livelihood in the past decades. Such time-tested friendship is a treasure for both Chinese and African people. Humanity shines through the darkness of the epidemic. It goes on for so much longer, and not a word yet about them rounding up black people in the streets. And then they just deny it. They just say your eyes are lying. No one's being treated differently. No one's being rounded up. Are you crazy? You're probably one of those imaginary Taiwanese racists that Tedros was talking about. You're the racist for challenging China. All foreigners are treated equally. We reject differential treatment and we have zero tolerance for discrimination. Do you believe that? Since the outbreak, the authorities in Guangdong attach high importance to the treatment of foreign patients, including African nationals. Specific plans and proper arrangements are made to protect their life and health to the best of our ability, thanks to which we were able to save the lives of some African patients in severe or critical conditions. I think the problem might be they just care too much if you listen to them. That's the problem, people. Don't you see that? Look at all that caring there. So let me translate from the Chinese government to plain English. We have specific plans for you people, and you'll thank us for it. And if you think we're discriminating, well, you're wrong. 
okay, we're discriminating, but it's for your own good or something like that. They're not really very good at this, at least by our standards of woke, cancel culture in the West. It's good enough baffle gab for the Chinese media. They're all controlled propagandists. I don't think it's going to be persuasive in Africa, frankly. I think a billion plus Africans will just watch those cell phone videos and know in an instant what's happening. They won't parse that weird diplomat speak and lies in unreadable editorials and ambassadorial statements. China's reputation around the world will continue to fall to bring it properly into line with its real misconduct. But I can't help but noticing, um, where are the Black Lives Matter types? In America, in Canada, in the US Congress, at the UN, anywhere really. Where's Ilhan Omar, who has called her adopted country, America, racist, even though it has given her everything? Why is she silent on this? Rest of, where's the rest of her squad? Where are the anti-racism fundraisers and hucksters, the people at the Southern Poverty Law Center, at the ADL? Where's the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN? Where's Canada's CBC state broadcaster? Where's Trudeau himself? Just kidding. He's too busy breaking the quarantine, out and about with his estranged wife and their kids, going across the provincial line, as he told you not to do, having a blast, bragging about it on social media. Look at us, look at us. Yeah, we are, mate. Stay with us for more. Well, Chris Cuomo, as you know, is a CNN anchor, and his brother happens to be the governor of New York State. The two of them have had quite a banter recently, uh, and one of the subjects that they talked about was Chris saying he had come down with a case of coronavirus. He said it was awful, but thankfully he recovered very quickly, and lucky for him, had something to talk about every day on the show, including appearing with a cameo appearance on his brother, the governor's press conference. It was quite something. And the other day, Chris brought on CNN's in-house doctor, their expert on all things medical, to look over Chris Cuomo's chest x-rays. Well, that sounded like a good idea. Let me show you a clip from how that went. Um. When I saw that x-ray that I showed to people earlier, the second I looked at it, I saw infiltrate on it, even though I don't know what infiltrate even means, uh, except as a verb. And I was in a panic as soon as I saw it. So Sanjay, a lot of people now, um, you know, God love them. People have been so good and supportive. They're seeing the x-rays and they're saying, holy cow, you're really sick. I see the infiltrate in there. Will you explain to people how having some infiltrate doesn't mean that you're necessarily in a bad way? Yeah, right. I mean, uh, you know, infiltrate, you know, for the purposes of diagnosing this uh, it usually means and we can put up the x-ray again. I can show you, you know, that first x-ray, you're sort of looking at this. You're looking at the chest from the front. You're looking at straight. Uh, yep, there it is. So, you know, that's the right lung and the left lung. And and the black areas are, are, are the air filled spaces in your lungs. You're looking in those areas. So those those sharp edges at the bottom of each lung, you want to make sure they're st they stay sharp, that you don't get fluid that sort of accumulates 
accumulating in that area. Again, uh, you know, it's a little bit hard to tell on, on television there. It is a little bit hazy in, in some of those areas in the in more center of your lungs. So maybe a little bit of infiltrate in that area, but not, not significant, nothing that's sort of accumulated there, there, Chris. But, you know, you'd look at right. that and you'd say, maybe this is somebody who's dealing with a little bit of a respiratory infection. So, you know, and then, and then of course, the other, the other x-ray that you showed was looking at the same, obviously, picture just from the side and sort of confirms the same thing. Right. There it is there. And look, again, so again, I'm, the spine is right in the middle. So that's and then, why it looks like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, you can you be know, sick. I, it doesn't mean you're going to have pneumonia. And I just want people to feel okay about that. If I'm okay with it, you should be okay with it. And what I want to do is I want to take a quick break and I want to talk about where we all. Well, that's Chris Cuomo, who looks in fine health there. Thank goodness he was saved. And that's CNN's official doctor saying, yes, I can see the infiltrate. Luckily, you're not dead. Um, now, I, in response to that video, I saw a lot of people online saying, I'm a radiologist, and uh, yeah, no, there ain't nothing there. Commenter after commenter saying that, and I thought, well, I don't know who's right. These are just online people. Maybe they're faking being a radiologist. Uh, the CNN's house doctor uh, didn't have right in front of him access to the x-rays. Maybe he was just making it up to go along with the narrative. But I happen to know a radiologist, my own father. Dr. Marvin Levant, he's retired now, but for 40 years, he looked at x-rays, hundreds of thousands of them over the course of his career, and I sent him that video there and said, Dad, can I ask you about Andrew Cuomo's x-rays? And I'm pleased to say my father, Marvin Levant, joins us now via Skype from Calgary. Hi, Dad, how you doing? Hi, yes. good to speak with you. Uh, thank you. Um, now, I watched that, and I don't want to say that Chris Cuomo's a liar. He said he had coronavirus. I don't think he missed a day of work. He looks very healthy to me. Maybe he's just a very fit man and had a very slight case. But he certainly is milking it day after day. He brought those x-rays on the show, and CNN's in-house doctor said, oh, yeah, I can see the infiltrate there. Can you start off by telling us what is infiltrate? I've honestly never heard that word before in a medical setting. What does it mean? First of all, he's a better radiologist than I, because it took him one second to realize that there was an infiltrate. Uh, I studied it in some detail, and I would have asked for one more view of the chest. It's called an apical lordotic, A-P-I-C-A-L, and then lordotic, just to confirm that the apex of the right lung is free of any disease. Uh, as for an infiltrate, it means nothing. An infiltrate it covers the whole, pretty well the whole span of involvement of the lungs, with the exception of major tumors and uh, fluid. So calling it normal on what you saw on CNN, which in Calgary stands for certainly not news, uh, is reasonable. But I personally would have asked for one more of you to confirm that it is a normal chest x-ray. Okay, so let me slow you down for a second. So infiltrate, is that what you're saying? That's just anything in the lungs that is not naturally that, that like infiltrating. So it could be fluid, it could be anything be that's not supposed to be there. Is that what that means? Right, it could be most anything uh, with the exception of certain areas that we call the mediastinum. That's the central part of the, the chest. Okay. Which so what the CNN doctor was saying, where he said, oh, yeah, I can see a little bit of infiltrate there. 
Was he right? Can you see some infiltrate there? Was Chris Cuomo right? In those x-rays, I know you said you would have requested one more shot if you were the doctor on the spot. I, I would have given it an approval rating if the apical or uh film was normal. Okay, so what you saw there, let me be crystal clear because you're still using a bit of jargon. From the x-rays you saw, and it looks like they had a couple of different views there. Is Chris Cuomo's x-ray that he showed on CNN, is that a healthy lung or not? I would say that it is a healthy lung. But I would want, for my own um, satisfaction, to confirm it with one more view. Got it. So perhaps he did have another view that he just wasn't showing. I can imagine a CNN producer would say, well, all these look the same. I'll just put up two of them. So he may have had that. And I'm not casting aspersions on the care he received. But there you had Chris Cuomo and the CNN doctor both claiming that they could see that infiltrate a mile away. That's just not true, is it? No, it's not true. They could not. Um, I, I have studied it a bit longer than what they probably did. Uh, just wanted confirmation in one area was of no significance in the way of infiltration. Uh, infiltration does not mean tumor, it does not mean an in, uh, infection. It is an area that is not lung tissue or has, has been replaced by something else. Got it. All right. Well, I think you've answered the question for me. You've confirmed what these online radiologists said immediately that Chris Cuomo was just. Uh, hamming things up a little bit. And if he indeed had coronavirus, I don't blame him for making himself part of the story. It's the biggest story of the year. Uh, it's just a, a bit much that he's uh, pretending to be a, a, a victim when he at least no longer is, even if he once was. Uh, let me just ask you one quick question before you go. Thanks very much for answering these questions. I think you confirmed my hunch. Um, in Calgary, I'm, I know you're retired now, but you still have friends in the medical system. Uh, I've heard reports from around North America that the massive preparation, the shutting down of non-essential elective surgeries, uh, the rushing to hospitals of extra ventilators, et cetera, that that um, curve, that high demand has not yet happened, that uh, ICUs are in fact quite empty, that doctors and nurses are undertasked. I've seen reports like that around the country. Uh, do you have any reports from friends or former colleagues in hospitals in Alberta? What's it like there? I've heard of no uh, extra pressure points. Uh, the number of cases and the number of deaths is certainly within the range of the normal flu uh, um, time of year. These infections are no different than the, st the standard uh, spring uh, flu. In Canada, we had uh, 3,500 deaths last year from the seasonal flu. And this is roughly the same scale we're having now in Canada of uh, coronavirus. Huh. All right, well, listen, thanks so much for taking the time and lending your expertise. And uh, I have to look up a few of the fancier words that you said, but I think on my main question, did Chris Cuomo see anything in his x-rays that was abnormal? I think your answer was pretty clear, and the answer was not in those x-rays. He didn't. Thanks so much for joining us today. Good. Bye. Right. Cheers. Well, there's my dad, Dr. Marvin Levant, joining us via Skype from Calgary. Stay with us for more.
welcome back on the screening Friday of the documentary Tracking Down the Origin of the Wuhan Coronavirus. Barry writes, very pleased with your covering of the Epoch Times documentary. The Epoch Times is the only broadsheet still worth reading, well worth the subscription. I subscribed to it over the weekend. I have not paid for a subscription to a paper newspaper in more than a decade. I mean, I get most of the things online anyways, and I don't really want to support the Toronto Star or most newspapers. I, I mean, there's, there's some good things to read in each of them, but I have to tell you, I joyfully subscribe to the Epoch Times. Not only is it gorgeous, but it's editorially sound. Unlike most of the mainstream media, they don't take a dime from the government, of course. And they certainly don't take a dime from the Chinese government. I like them. Stu writes, Ezra, it seems pretty clear at this stage that the CCP has been working for years in order to develop a bioweapon using coronavirus. I don't think that's in any doubt. How could you doubt that? I mean, it's run by the military. They've discovered, as in they've harvested, 2,000 new viruses at their special lab there. The entire rest of the world combined has only discovered 2,000 viruses in history. China wants bio-warfare. Suzanne writes, thank you for your driving unrelenting persistence to uncover all the cover-ups. Well, that's nice of you to say. I don't think I'm doing anything particularly special. I'm just asking basic who, what, where, why, when questions, and our team is too. And our wings are clipped a little bit in terms of flying around, but we're still going to where the news is. I don't know if you saw on the weekend, our friend David Menzies went up to Bob Cage in Ontario where 31 people have died of the virus. And most of it stems from one little senior's home. That's 1% of the total population of Bob Cajun. And it's a very interesting video. And you'll see they called the police on David. That's a sign he's doing good journalism. I encourage you to find that on our website. All right, folks, that's the end of the show for today. Until tomorrow, on behalf of all of us here at Rebel World Headquarters, to you at home, good night, stay healthy, and keep fighting for freedom.